Dicey performance is recorded at Umeå Folk Universitetet. It contains adult themes and adult language. Hello everyone and welcome to Dicey Performance Does Moon's Edge. It's episode two and things are happening. I'm James Kitching, I'm your GM and around the table with me I have... Leon Schiholz playing Quinn. Sara Gustafsson playing Jane Hicks. And Jonna Flossov playing Jamie Bloom. See, now that you've done that, I can't say, and who are you playing? Because everyone already knows and you've stolen my thunder and I will <laughs> kill you all. It's not you can fault. try. Leon is the one who started. Leon, I blame you. Where we left off last episode, <laughs> the the hopper with the with mm, the prison wagon mm. in the back of it lurched forward just as Jamie was starting to come to and be less chilled out. Jane had just smacked a black coat over the back of the head and he turned around and then the, the entire thing lurched forward and you all fell over. And Quinn had just kind of fallen off a building. Yeah, you you didn't fall off the building. You destroyed the building whilst you were stood on it, like an idiot. So, <laughs> improvisation. You did, you did do Not what my you fault. wanted to do. So, you you achieved your goal and action, I suppose. Jamie, you've just woken up. Yes. You were already awake, but you were very chill. Yeah, I was basically completely out of it. I'm like, what the hell is happening? So, the scene around you. Now that the wagon has lurched forwards, Jane, uh, an oldish-looking lady who you have some acquaintance with, but don't really know that well, yes, uh, has just like sprawled out next to you. As has a black coat who, about ten minutes earlier, had his knee in your back. What do you do? Can um, I can I speak here, by the way? You've just fallen over. You can speak, but you can't do anything yet because I'm with Jamie. Yes. Knock him out, girl. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna do that. I'm gonna try and punch him. Cause, okay. Because he 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 was he made me not be me, and I'm pissed. He has just fallen over, so this is gonna be a very easy to hit. Hmm. So roll your combaty. It'll, it'll be a force. force, won't it? Yeah. Your threshold is three because I don't I don't think I don't think I even need to add brawl, but we'll see after I roll. To make you roll, your threshold's a three. Yeah, full success. Full success. Are you unarmed striking him? Yes. I'm just punching him. You're like, just punching straight him. Straight punch. Right. You punch him as like literally as he falls, he kind of like tries to right himself and as he pushes his like body up, your fist comes crashing down on his head and bounces his head off of the floor and he's just been knocked the fuck out. Ooh. Right. You are kind of laid well not laid you've just got up and punched a dude but you're you're basically in the back of a paddy wagon with Jane Hicks hi I'm, sweetie uh, hi so note, who, who are you auntie Jay I think I've heard of you before but I've never met you yeah, we'll take the introductions later. We need to get out, love. Okay. He, he's now completely knocked out. Let's just get the hell out of here. Yes, let's. On that note, Quinn, you kind of lift your ass out of this rubble. Yeah, I guess I'm just scraping off some dust and some rubble here and there. Yeah. 
as you get up, the one of the guys that is kind of half buried under the rubble stirs and is going to get up any minute. And the hopper with the paddy wagon on it has lurched forward and has started walking again. Well, I feel like the guy getting up soon after me is kind of more of an immediate threat. Mm-hmm. So this worked out once. Can I just channel the same shockwave into his face again? Do you want to kill him? No, more like knock him out so I can do whatever I, well, potentially can with the hopper. Okay. So the guy that's stirring you want to knock him out, roll your magic. Oh, God. Your thresholds are two. <laughs> Lucky. Ooh. Okay. So... The turns of t- the tables. Of- <laughs> the turns of turn. No, oh, how the, the turntables. Turn <laughs> That's what happened in my. How brain. the turntables. So you flow magic through your your open palm and just like a force field, pound this guy's head. Just dust raises around his his head as he just crunches back into the rubble, and he's knocked out. And you're free to chase after the... Um, I'm just throwing him a peace sign and run after the carriage. Noise. You you notice as you, like, the, the hoppers started going, and it, it, it basically, as it was going forwards, you were in an alley, like, 90 degrees to the left of it. As you round the corner, you make full eye contact with the greasy, sniveling, like, guy who has some kind of magical powers. Um... And are you chasing after the the hopper? Well, since this guy spotted me before and he literally put two black coats on my ass. Yeah. I feel like I should do something about this dude first. Okay. What would that be? Hmm. Well, can I basically launch myself into his face fist first? You, you surely can. <laughs> okay, okay, so what I want to do is basically I'm gonna... You fucking cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> now, um... I'm gonna try and, like, channel the winds behind me a bit. Okay. So that they push me forwards right next to him onto this, uh... What was it? The Kutcher... Couchman? Ca- the Couchman. Coachman. Coachman, yeah. He's a coachman. Coach. Yeah, coach 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 coach. <laughs> to the coach. English, ah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like use the momentum of that thing to just slide my fist into his face. Okay. As you go to punch him, his eyes start glowing, and I want you to make a metal check before you make your hit. Your threshold is... 30. The boy is fucked. Yeah, yeah, how am I gonna do that with a d8? Mm. You you have lots of skills to put into that. Can you put more than one skill? Uh, I mean, I would take... I would, am I breaking the honest, game now? <laughs> I'd say yes, but the way Leon's character is, is created, he could, in one spell, do maybe add... A plus six to his rolls, which, okay. which okay. just okay, it's okay, very okay. it's very lots. I'm, I'm, I <laughs> very <wouldn't>. lots. <laughs> also, Quinn wants to do the things that are fun, so I've put all my skills in magic. Yes, you mm. do have all yeah. of the magic 
basically in the fucking world. And nothing else. Yeah. And so in yeah. this system, you're not really that limited to spell slots and such like. But if shit backfires, it really backfires. So as you put, like, with the winds behind you, basically, like a Dementor, swoosh yourself forwards with your fist, like, raised for a punch, he whispers, Take a nap. And you slump to the ground. And as he gets out, like, from the coachman's seat, he closes both doors on the um, coach and kind of drags you up from inside. Haven't we already gotten out? You didn't say you'd gotten out. You were discussing, you were still introducing each other. No, we were like, let's get the hell out of here. And you moved on to Quinn. Oh, right. Well, (laughs) as you're trying to get out, the door's shut. (laughs) Of course. Ooh. So I suggest we wait five seconds and then we just open and run. Yeah, but what if it doesn't open again? I can just kick it. Kick I guess. It. Kick it. As you're having this discussion, you hear a dragging and like uh, uh, someone climbing. Like you can feel the wagon shake. Kick uh, it open. Now. Okay, then I kick it, I guess. Yeah, make make a strength check against the wagon. Yeah. <laughs> Your thresholds are seven. Let me do math. Are you going to ask if you can brawl the door? Yes. <laughs> I knew that's what you were thinking. I will say no, but you also have a skill called break. I do. I was just looking at it. I was I was like, I which can't use manipulation, which could be used with force, but I can use break. You 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 are you forgetting you you've got a d12 in force. That's the highest I know, you've got. But I've also been rolling really bad, so who Oof. knows. Change those dice. Okay. Ooh, I got a minor success. Okay. You break the door in the sense that the door kind of breaks in the way where your foot goes through it. Yeah. And now there's a foot outside of the door. <laughs> Jane. Great, great. How, like, half of Jamie's leg just disappears outside <laughs> outside of the wagon. What do you do? Because uh, the wagon has started moving again. She carefully helps her pull the foot out without cutting it on any of the broken mm-hmm. wood, I assume. Okay, cool. You and do that. Then I try to just open it. How do you try and open it? Just... Try the handle and... Yeah, try yeah. the handle. It, it does not open. It is locked. I look... Is there any locks? Uh, not on the inside. Can I try and But there is a foothole in the side of the door. I reach Ooh. my arm out and try to grab and see if I can open it from the other side. You open the fucking door. There you go. <laughs> there we go. You have solved my door puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to kick it again, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got two holes in it. Well done. No, because no. the thing is, Jamie's not the brightest, so... <laughs> She would yeah. just kick it. So I love it. I, we just opened the door and I try to stealth my way out. Okay. As you get out, um, Jamie, are you getting out as well? Yeah, but yeah. I'm not stealthing out because I can't. As you get out, I want to make you both to make a perception roll. That is brain, right? It is. It is brain, yes. <laughs> Fuck. Your threshold is a six. Minor success. Major success. Okay, so uh, immediately. It would, uh, yeah, it would still. Yeah, it's it's a minor success. Okay, so Jamie, as you get out, you yes. kind of like your attention is drawn to the coachman seat, mm-hmm. and you see this knocked out guy. Okay. Kind of like slumped on top of the paddy wagon, and the guy driving, the slimy looking guy, 
driving hasn't noticed you. Jane, you notice all of that as well. But you also notice that there's a very, very fine-dressed gentleman standing in the middle of the road looking right at the coach just ahead of you. And, like, the coach is starting to slow. Oh, shit. Um... Oh, what do and we do And there's also... That weird magic kid who's definitely not as dirt poor as he's trying to make himself be, you know, on top. Yeah. Um, so a quick question, just out of character. How easy would it be to distract this dude who is magic the boy? Uh, the coachman? Yes. Um, it depends how you do it. I'm not going to tell you how easy it's going to be <laughs> until you tell me what you're doing. Oh, shit. How do we... Um... The dude ahead is like i'll give you this from your your successful perception he's very much standing in the middle just waiting for this thing to come he's not a black coat though he's not a black coat and he's he's very much just like standing under like the light of a lamppost making himself as visible as possible but he's not a black coat 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 is he a black coat jamie um jamie yes Yell as loudly as you can, then run. Don't listen to anything, just run. Okay, and why am I supposed to be yelling? Anything? Yell at the slimy dude, then run. And Jane starts stealthing out as quickly as possible, just... Okay, you you disappear. Right, roll me a stealth. And it's a six, seven, eight. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. We're we're just... Yeah, it's fine. So, Jamie, you get told to yell something, and then Jane just fucking disappears. I just yell and run, I guess. I'm not gonna yell for the purpose of um, peeking, but I'm just gonna yell and run. Okay, cool. <laughs> you yeah. How fast would you say you are? Not very fast. Cool. I hate you. <laughs> As you yell and the, the carriage is slowing, the slimy dude turns around to look at you and make a metal roll for me. It would be harder for her to hear him now, though. Oh shit, I just rolled a 12. <laughs> <laughs> I legit hate Did this break his... Dis- did it, did, it, did yeah. this distract him? Yes, I it failed. very much did. Yes. You immediately fall asleep too. Quinn, you just woke up. Flat on your back on top of something that's moving. I very much dislike what is happening here. <laughs> just kick him. Um, Yeah, I guess I get up and see that greasy looking dude right next to me yeah and he's not looking at well he's kind of looking over you and his eyes are glowing and you just saw it's like you kind of out of the corner of your eye see this hulking mass of a woman who you've seen like get charmed <laughs> and thrown in the back of a wagon earlier just kind of slumped down as if she just fainted I would say it's basically like my fist and his jaw are the, connected the, by some weird magical thing, just yeah. Somehow. So I would very much like to just uppercut him from below, right in his face. Romian attack. It's uh. gonna be easy because he's distracted. He's very distracted, and he's trying to hold concentration. And it's a five. Your threshold's a five. That's a minor success. That's a five and a nine. So you smack him. You don't have anything with an arm. Um, are you using magic to? Supplement, uh, supplement. I would your, your very punch. much say so. That's what I do with everything I do. Right. So I, I'm gonna say you could do like two damage to him because you're not fully like 
the magic isn't flowing through him, it's through you. Um, and, like, Jamie gets a, a, a plus one on unmanned strikes because of how, like, brutish and, and Immensely strong. strong. She is. So awesome. I'm, no, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give you one harm unarmed strike, same as Jamie who is just built like a brick shithouse because you're improving yourself with magic. So you smack this guy and he kind of goes sprawling and like he, he scratches his nose again with like the crook of his wrist and it's like what is, what is wrong with you people? And as he says that, every single one of you here in your mind I mean I'm asleep You are very asleep <laughs> Hasn't she woken up now? No, I'm completely Actually, dead asleep. Or no, are you waking me up? He's just been punched in the face. Like, he's dropping concentration big time. Ooh, oh. Like, he's been punched off the wagon. Okay. So he's, he's like, sprawled out in the mud. Okay. And... So I'm awake. Or you're, you're, I'm you're awake. And, it, like, the second you wake up, you hear a very posh, like... Quinn, you wouldn't know this is a, a, an upper-class person. Mm. In your head, Fuck just whisper... I'd stay where you are if I were you. I'm not here to threaten you. I'll get the black coat off your tail. Can I assume that this dude can hear our thoughts? He is in your brain, and the if, if you want to make a perception check... No, I want to make an answer. You want to make an answer? Well, I think an answer more like it. For... This can voice he, I can hear. Like, he's basically transmitting his thoughts into your head. Okay, so, so he's not actually present in them. Not really, no. He's just there. And I, I'd say... Mm, everyone give me a perception on what the hell is going on. Your threshold's a 10. Three. I failed. 10 and 11. 10 and 11. Jane, your eyes immediately flick to the posh guy at the end of the road. And his like whole aura things going off and he's definitely the one in your brain does he feel safe he's behind you so you don't see him at all he feel like his presence like with the way he's talking to you in your mind from from that perception I would say like you get a general gist of he's actually there to help you for some reason Jane decides this has been a confusing night as it is she just starts to carefully and slowly walk toward them but very carefully, like she doesn't try to get too close. Okay. Just moves slightly in his direction. Okay. As as you do that, Jamie Quinn, you doing anything? I would say I get out of the carriage. You were on top of it. Oh, on top of it? Didn't he close the fucking doors? No, you were on top of it. You were unconscious. Okay. 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 When you were unconscious. Well. I guess I look around, first things first. Yes. Do I actually see that, the dude now? That old lady that you saw earlier is kind of like wandering towards this... Oh, you've just seen him. There's a posh guy at the end who you all of a sudden now realize... So is here's the, the thing. Quinn is not a big fan of fancy-looking dudes. I stay where I am for now. For now. He... Immediately walks, like, kind of past you, Jane, and, and gives you, like, a, a, a courteous nod. And... I raise my eyebrow at him. He, he, he smiles at that, but keeps walking past you. And kind of, like, whispers to the black coat, 
on the ground. And the black coat, like, not whispering whatsoever. It's like, yes, yes, just get them off my hands. I've had enough tonight. I've just... I've, I'll, I'll take it. I'll t- whatever you're offering, I'll take it. And the, like, elite pulls out, like, two stacks of, of coins and just gives them to this guy. And turns around and invites you, Jamie, and you, Quinn, over to kind of talk with Jane. When I saw the money, I raised the other eyebrow. Yes, he's got money in his posh. I mean, Jamie's still trying, like, to get up, like, kind of confused why the hell she was asleep. Yeah. As well, so she's I'm, I'm still gonna, very confused. I'm not going to tell you because you were asleep. I know. <laughs> Quinn, you know for a fact that this posh guy isn't a posh guy. He's a butler. Like, he's the help. Yeah, I'm going to look around if I see the guy that he is working for anywhere. No one absolutely anywhere. And get a little closer, but I also want to see if I can detect magic anywhere around. Roll me a, a detect magic thingamajiggy. It's a magic roll, and I think you've got a plus in that. You yes. do. You have two. That's Ooh. a double seven. Well, I got a three, so you critically <laughs> succeeded, and he's That's a magic, first. and like there is a low-level aura of magic in absolutely everyone. So there's there's kind of magic everywhere. Weirdly, there's absolutely zero magic coming out of this large woman who struck the dude earlier. That's odd and off. Uh, all the streetlights, because you're in the higher end of the like shopping district, they're all like exuding magical light. And you know, there's there's bits and bobs of magic like peering, you know, kind of radiating out of windows. Even if there's like no light coming from them, there's like the world has a background radiation of magic, um, and you see like in the distance one kind of like flaming, like strong bit of magic coming off of one of the moon towers that surrounds the city, and they're like these gigantic kind of steel pylon. Uh, like silos with a mushroom top on them and they like kind of blast light out over the entire city those things are magic as fuck but you didn't really need detection to to know that but this guy in front of you pretty damn magic Um, the black coat on the ground he's got a lot of magic in him but he's kind of like your your, I don't know what's what's your view of him anyway (laughs) like he's a sniveling little shit (laughs) Well, I'm just gonna ask the help, the posh-looking dude, and why would we ever trust you on that? I've just bought your... we could call it a bounty. The things that Jamie here has been accused of, and you two being seen as accomplices currently, there would be a price put on your head. And I've just made sure a little bit of that price has gone away. My boss, you could say, benefactor, would like a word with primarily Jamie, but I think you could help us. What's your name, lad? Uh, My name is Harry Harrison. I see. And then Mr. Harry Harrison. Yes. Your boss, employer, benefactor, does he have... A name as well. He does indeed. Would you like to meet him? 
I would if you can guarantee this will not cause me any more harm. I would all have been forcefully dragged into this somehow, she says while staring curiously at the weird looking boy. I'm just face palming and Quinn just mutters right out oh, There you go I'm both going to slap me for that. She <laughs> He kinda looks around at all of you who've, you know, g gathered around him. And he kind of looks at the ground and kind of shuffles a little bit. I do need to, uh, let's say, quantify one thing first. Yes? And I'll know if you don't answer me truthfully. Did any of you have a hand in the murder of Brian Penville? No. And his eyes begin to glow. You no. say, Jane says no. Jamie says no. No. I would say I'm Ooh. pretty honestly <laughs> surprised. Wait, he's dead? He, he's quite dead, yes. Convincingly so? Apologize, I think. Oh, no. Anyway, well. I have what I need. If you'll follow me, and he proceeds to lead the way. Do any of you want to fuck with him, or are you just going to go with him? Jane is going with him, but she's making sure she recognizes, like, really noticing where they're going, what roads they're taking, if she mm -hmm. sees any odd details along the way. Yeah. Um, you, like, he, he takes you through the upper shopping district, and kind of like there's there's guarded gates to the elite district and Quinn you very much know this and in fact Quinn I want you to make a stealth check because there's there's like sleepy people at the gates but they could possibly recognize you if you want to be sneaky about who you are your threshold was a three I got a two and a four okay so you do succeed as you, like, the Harry Harrison, like, mutters something to the, the, the guards at the door, the black coats, and, like, ushers all of you in, and the second guard kind of does a double take as you pass him, he slightly shoulder checks you, and your, like, cloak opens up slightly to reveal like you've got quite fine clothes underneath and he looks you up and down and kind of smiles and just goes about his business did Jane notice that exchange roll me a perception seven is your threshold oh it's beaten it is yeah, beaten you definitely see that and you also with a was it a full success full success you see that there are like fine clothes underneath this cloak that this magic boy has got on. Also, the second we get into the richer district, Jane's make sure she walks straighter and more surely as if she belongs there. As you do that, you notice that Harry Harrison also kind of just relaxes a bit as if he's been holding a lot of tension whilst he was in like the lower districts kind of a deal. She actually says something now though. Okay. Feeling home now, lad? Yes, quite. Um, I have told all of you my name, and I... 
would think it would be proper even if I did know some of your names to have some proper introductions. My name is Jamie Bloom, but I guess you know who I am. Yes. Jane? Which name do you know me by? Well, Jane is all I can glean, shall we say. My actual name is Jane Hicks. Excellent. And boy? (laughs) If you don't tell me your name, I'll have to assign you one. Right. This is where I raise an eyebrow. Quinn. Quinn. Excellent. See, when you tell me things, I don't have to retrieve them. I want to read his thoughts on that right now. Go for it. Uh, do me a magic. <laughs> oh, I rolled badly. It's a six, your threshold. It's a four and a ten. It's a minor success. You... As, as you go to read his mind... His voice rings out in your brain and kind of goes, Now that's my trick, naughty, naughty. And just his brain completely closes off to you. But As, I had a minor success at least. <laughs> yeah, you got into his brain and he he basically, he walked through the door you opened. Um, as as he leads you up the, uh, up towards this, like courtyard, this outer courtyard through these gates with AP like fashioned on in metalwork to them it opens these gates, you go you go into uh, one of the elite mansions Quinn would know a lot about um, you go up a long gravel drive where there is nicely like, it, it's a, a, a modest shall we say, preened garden and a modest mansion and he lets you into the house and asks you to wait in the study to the left. Jane's immediate reaction is to evaluate everything she sees in the house. As you start looking around, like Harry Harrison definitely kind of looks you up and down and nods. Uh, make a, a, a perception. Threshold of eight. Minor success. Minor success. There is some like posh things here. Everything doesn't look like it's made of solid gold, but some things look like they might be plated in gold. Um, There's a lot of sentimental value items here. And, like, it's, it's if rich people live minimalist and, like, with some degree of dignity, (laughs) instead of just, I'm a posh person, I'm gonna throw my money at bullshit. Jane actually smiles at this, like... And she also smiles at Harry, Mr. Harry, then, and like, yeah, I know you've seen me. Like, that kind of... Yeah, he, he, he nods and is just, like, he just gives off this kind of vibe of, yeah, I know what you do. She smiles back. That's, that's fine, that's whatever. I'm gonna know if you fucking take anything. It's fine. I love, I love the mutual old people understanding yeah. between these two. Yeah, like, he's, he's definitely of, like, the age that you perceive yourself to be. Um... <laughs> Shall we say? Shall we say? I mean, so, Jamie's just gonna go like, so is there anything that we can drink? I, I've been I've been having I a really crazy day. I will bring you refreshments promptly. Thank you. And as it's he been a crazy day. Lovely. As he leaves, um, you walk into a study, 
and mm-hmm. it's quite a like there's a, a fireplace there's not a vast lot of like obviously magical items or anything in here um but there, there's there's quite lush seating nothing you would find in in the slums or even in the middle district really is there anyone in there is it just us there is there's a kind of scrawny-looking middle-aged man with... Uh, he's, he's got kind of a raggedy suit on, but you can tell at some point it was, like, it was finery. But it's finery where somebody has kind of, like, gone, I'll buy this because it looks good, but then they've worn it to hell. Um, he's basically... You know, Keanu Reeves has worn the same suit for the past 25 fucking years. <laughs> he's, he's got the same suit on, True. basically. True. Um, it's not, like, in tatters or anything. It still looks good, but it's it's a worn suit. It's not, like, fine finery. And he kind of just gestures you to, to sit. Jane immediately takes a seat that is the closest to the exit, but she still takes a seat. Jamie is just feeling very overwhelmed of this whole place because she feels completely displaced from where she should be. Now, if you would all like to sit, it would expedite a a process. I know of you all, mostly through what Harry has said, but in the works in the past few, well, I'd say in the past few days, there has been talk from Blackcoats as to who they were going to pin for my brother's murder. And you all kind of realize that something's going on here. Like, there was a murder recently, you know this. And this guy is whoever was murdered his brother is... Can I assume your last name is Penville? It is. Sorry, I forgot the introductions. Uh, my name is Arnie, Arnie Penville. My brother was murdered not two, three days ago or something like that. Right, so you and say there, you know. there were there were rumors going round to pin the perpetrator, and I. There's something more going on. Okay, has Quinn sit, been sitting down yet, or is he still standing? Quinn is still standing. He even says, "My condolences," with a surprisingly honest look on his face. Thank you. Um, I heard through information gatherers people I have on on my payroll to some degree um, that this blame was going to be pushed onto basically a scapegoat and Jamie I think that's where you came in yes and I don't understand why would someone pin this on me I have just been trying to make the the protests peaceful and in a way that no one is murdering anyone or attacking anyone and then this happens I am very confused if you can explain to me why this happened I'm not sure why you I will say did did you do anything to any people in power within the, the black coat guild as it were many years ago but I it was just an accident enough for somebody to hold a grudge for this long? Maybe. Miss... Huh. Mr. Penville? Yes? These people on your payroll, have any of them mentioned a man by the name of Aaron Slacks? 
Not to my knowledge. Wow. Why? And he, he, he snaps up and looks really interested. Because that piece of shit of a human uh, intentionally made the protest less peaceful. He and a crew of other men, I do not know their names, unfortunately, uh, were the ones who threw the bottle that broke the glass. Then made the whole protest go haywire. Oh, you think this is about the protests? I know, I'm gonna guess it's not, but that's what they used. And if they paid them to instigate things, they're... No, the protests are a symptom. This might... There's been some kind of conspiracy, some kind of cover-up, and I don't know what's going on, and there are not many people I can trust, but... The one person and accomplices of one person who has been accused falsely for the murder of my brother is someone I can kind of deal with. And I apologize for my man here. And he, as he like gestures to the door, Harry Harrison like walks in with a tray of drinks for all of you and sets down like a selection of quite nice like alcohol and non-alcoholic beverages out for all of you. Um, I do have to apologize for my man. He has the ability to delve into one's mind, and it is very useful, but I now know 100%, unless you are very good with some degree of mental, magical manipulation, that none of you were involved. That's not one of my skills. Other kinds of manipulation, fair enough, but not this one. Um. I'd, I'd... I don't want to go through the entire thing. Tell me what you know, any of you, of my brother or his work. I own some armor of him, and I know he's been helping out a lot in the lower districts. I know in general he's one of the few elites who even come close to the districts. I've um, attended one of his lectures about machinery and how that works. Ah, yes, the magical applications of work. Yes. I helped him with that one. And he looks really pleased with himself. <laughs> like, his brother is dead. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but as far as it goes, this has only been my only experience with him. And having met him probably for like five seconds. I see. And he looks over to Quinn. They only met him once. He was working with my father back then, and then he nods towards Jane. But yeah, it seemed like he was one of the less, well, assholey people around here. Jane raises her eyebrow at this because she noticed the fine clothes, and that's not really the attitude the rich bo boys usually have. Mm. At this, like, you can tell he, he wants to say something. But his eyes are on your hands, Quinn. And... Do I notice that he's holding something back? I mean, all of you. Like, he physically is like... Ah, ah, yeah, and kind of cocks it out. his head. What... What house are you from, Quinn? Oh, no worries. N not like... Uh anything of particular interest I won't be a valuable acid at all you won't be a valuable 
oh, you're talking money. No, money's not a problem. Don't worry. And as you like, after your answer, he kind of quickly looks up to Harry Harrison, which is who's stood by the door, and kind of nods and looks back. Um, and he he just takes what you said as, as like complete hundred percent truth and goes on. So, long story short, brother was murdered. He's he's done a lot. He's he's been he's been funding most of the hospital since he came to money from from his research and his humanitarian aid efforts and I've helped him as much as I can he he was the one who finally years and years ago managed to corral magic and and, and put it into something useful something that can be applied to mechanical technologies and, and further humanity into what we have today but He's been taken advantage of a lot, and he's done so much, and I don't know who would have it out for him, but something was very wrong with him before he died. He was, he was going insane. He was blabbering about, about how the return of yield on food crops were, were diminishing and how the magic resolutions weren't helping. It was as if he said magic itself was evil or, or something. And I've never been able to do any magic myself, him either. That's that's why we both kind of got into using it, manipulating it with, with machinery, with... I need you to go to his house and see if he... He journaled a lot, see if you can find any clues as to what he was working on before he was killed. Do but you have any of his journals here? Not here. I had... I have a lot of his published works. Um, oh, they're, they're, they're at my office at, at the university, but I, I could get some to you. The reason I wanted you here and wanted to get this process underway is because I don't know if I'm going to be next and so I need to leave yes but I can't I can't investigate this and get out at the same time which is where I'm hoping you will come in you do have some degree of a bounty on your head with the help of, of, of my man here trying to suppress that as much as possible but I can't promise that new evidence and he like heavily implies bunny quotes here might come to light through the the black coats and they will be there will be a, a, a you, they'll be out for your blood again at some point would you allow us to have a few minutes of your discussion without you or your man here here or inside our heads of course, yes, yes, yes. Go, go ahead. Um, there's, there's, oh, I don't know. And he, he kind of looks around and, and like he, he grabs a, a bowl of nuts from next to him, like on a little tray table and puts them in the middle table. He's like, there you go. Um, I, you've got everything and anything you want will, will be across. There's, there's another, there's like a collective lounge room thing in the just across the, 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 the foyer there and we will be there and Harrison come and he just like kind of very swiftly he's he 
in this conversation, he's just got more and more, like, erratic and slightly paranoid. Like, I, w I would say who whoever's closest to him as he's walking out... Who, who is going to be, like, closest to him as he's walking away? Jane, no. probably. Make a perception check for me. It's a three. Here's your threshold. Oh, it's been beaten. <laughs> he smells a little bit like alcohol. But you can tell it's mostly... He's trying to suppress the worry. It's very much, like, affecting him. And he's trying not to show how much, like... He's trying to manage grief and also paranoia at the same time. And... Like, you get that split second, like, in your brain, and then he, he's out the door with, with the with the butler. Yeah. You are left alone in a room with some alcohol and some nuts in a bowl. Jane <laughs> takes a yeah. glass that doesn't contain alcohol, and before anything else, she just turns to Quinn and asks, So, why were you in an alley, rich boy? And why do you not like the rich? Well, you are seriously asking me why I dislike the rich people that so easily just held off an entire bounty of three people that tore apart a whole black coat carriage slash parade. That is a logical answer. It's just I'm not used to hearing that answer for someone dressed like you. Second question. Why were you in that alley? Well, mainly to not Michael end up Burn. here again. Just to get out of this district in particular, what but... What were you looking for? Whatever else I could find. But for now, I'm definitely not going to complain about just camping out in some elite house. Also, what exactly is your name again? I have a few things I'm known for. But Auntie J is the one that's most commonly used. Okay, you kind of see how there's a light bulb going on over his head? You were looking wait, for me. Wait, really? Yeah. You were really? looking for well, me, weren't you, boy? I was told to do so. I don't know for what reason. We'll have that discussion later when we're not in an elite's house. I just wanted to make sure why you were there. Is Quinn that dim? <laughs> <laughs> it's something I'm gonna ask. Like, you you were very, very, very recently made homeless. And the last thing, like, the last person who was putting you up told you was to find Auntie J. Like, did... Did Quinn not get it? Well, the thing is, he was told so by a person that kind of saved his ass, but he doesn't really know a lot about. And yeah. now he was just on his own and completely randomly shuffled into this huge mess. Yeah. Which he is distressed about enough already just because, because he could have entirely avoided it. He doesn't really know the people. And he, like, the things are just kind of confusing at this point. So he doesn't really trust anyone just the exact moment that he got brought into an elite house again. Excellent. He, like, wants to find out what is going on, and, well, he was supposed to look for her, but at this point, he also doesn't want to play all the cards just because he has no fucking clue what is happening. Yeah. I just want to check in and see where Quinn was at mentally. I mean, my <laughs> brain is a D6. It's not <laughs> that impressive. It's well, not the D4, though. Still. <laughs> yeah. Also, Jamie Blue. Yes. I'm gonna assume you will be dragged into this mess no matter what, and I'm gonna guess the two of us will be as well, since, well, black coats are never fun to have hanging over your head, are they? No, they're not. No. So, do you two feel up for this little task the butler and the man has set for us? 
I mean, if it clears my name, I'm up for anything. Yes. Because I don't want this hanging over my head because I still need to work. I still need to provide. Good. Then we know that. I will help out from the mere fact that I kind of need to be able to move freely and this would not work with that if I were to have a big bounty on me. And you. I don't know what or who you are technically, but I know you're a runaway. You have all the signs on you. That's probably why you were sent to me. I just shrugged. Well, fair so far. Yeah. I can tell you this though. There are much worse things than, yeah, being stuck in an elite house without having to tend to all their needs. So I'm going to take it for now. We won't be staying long, I think. And she just casually walks out to the lounge where Harry and the drunk Penville is. Still holding her alcohol-free drink and swatting around as if she owns the place. I'm gonna take one that does have alcohol and just like sniff on it to see if I recognize it. It's brandy. I mean, Jamie's just gonna pick up whatever she can pick up and just drinking in one doesn't even care <laughs> Jamie it's probably the strongest thing you've ever drunk Ooh. because all your life it's been oh, mostly shit. beers and Watered like down beers. Yeah. yeah and if, if you have had spirits it's probably been either not great spirits or watered down spirits anything to make it stretch and get more money out of it kind yeah. of a thing she doesn't know this like it burns yeah she doesn't know this, so that's why she went like one go. She thought it was like, oh, it's just like any other alcohol I've had yeah. before. And she's like regretting her decision, <laughs> but like gulp, keeping gulp, gulp. keeping Regret. keeping a straight face. So she's like, I've got things under control. Everything's fine. This is cool. This yeah. is cool. Yep. So, Jane, do you just bring back Arnie and Harry? She just walks out to them. All right, you're just walking into the other room. Yep. Oh, I, are you uh, are you ready for us? Yes, it would seem so. And uh, Mr. Pendeville. Ah, uh, yes. I would recommend <clears throat> consuming some water right about now. Um, I would uh, note it un- 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 under consideration. Yes. Um, Jane just has the aura of an older granny right now, exuding. He kind of nods down to you and goes, yes, let let us return. And swiftly walks out and gives kind of a nod to Harry and says, water. No, I I just assumed that uh, Harry would just show up with a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) He pulls one from behind his back. Yeah, completely, yes. Fully expecting someone to have mentioned water at some point. Yeah. I'll bring you a jug, sir. (laughs) <laughs> okay, um, yes, yes, uh, quite, uh, we will... Okay, um, yeah, you have, and, like, and, and he's fully back in the room with all of you. It's nice, it's warm, it's warm, Quinn. You've not been warm for a whole night. <laughs> um, yes, we, uh, we, there's several things you could do, it's, his journals are really what's probably best I you could at some point go check out his his office I could give you a key but 
you might have to sneak in. Um, sneak, you say? Yes, well, the, the, the university is part of the hospital, and the hospital is... I mean, you can go in and out of the hospital. Anyone can go in and out of the hospital. It might cost you money getting back out, but you'll, you'll get in. The university attached to the hospital is a bit trickier. I, I've got access. I've got an office, and I, I teach certain things. Brian, he has an... He had an, a, a lab and, and, and an office and some things there. Um... And after he, like, trips himself up on, like, the has and the had, he kind of trails off and is a bit like, shit. Jane just goes completely into the caring old granny type and, like, it's okay, sweetie, you can continue. Um, you can have somewhat limited, I would say, access to, to the house whilst I'm gone. Harry will be here and can... Do, do certain things for you. Um, anything you need to, to, to forward this investigation. If you'll, if you'll do it for me, if you'll take us up. I'm up for it. After all, my movements would be inhibited if I didn't. I mean, I want to clear my name as fast as I can. Excellent. Quinn, we could use your skills... I chuckle at that. Sure, if you want these three random people. Absolutely. But if you really want us to investigate, aren't we kind of lacking the most simple and basic information? How did he die? When did he die? Where did he die? Three what was ago, he doing? His house, I don't know how. The black coats that were called to the house were... Well, Corrupt? They, they, no, maybe they they took his body up on for investigation, but they said it was clear he'd been murdered and the perpetrator would be found. And for all intents and purposes, they found their perpetrator. And he looks at you, Jamie, and it's like, but. And you know of no enemies on his side. <sighs> Brian's no. He was renownedly loved. Is there anyone who would dislike him being loved so much? Aren't you being a bit clever for a D6 right now? <laughs> you rules, lawyer! <laughs> you can totally ask these questions, it's fine. I mean, it's just we've been talking about investigating this dead guy the entire time, but yeah, we didn't we even hear what happened. Know, He's I a know. little bit drunk and, and is, like, not giving you all of the information he possibly could, but... Like, as, as for the answers you've got, he's, he's being, you can tell he's being as truthful as possible. Yeah, yeah. Penville. Yes. When you've sobered up, whenever that is, I want you to write down everything you know, detailed, in About a document. Death itself, or? Everything around this, every detail you know, everything you can consider could in some way have something to do with this. And I want you to give it to Harry Harrison, because I assume he will be staying with us here, right? Yes, he'll be here, and you can use the house as you wish. Just don't, don't, don't invite prying eyes or burn it down. Don't, don't burn it down, please. I'm coming back at some point once this is sorted. And I also want you to make sure there are clothes for us that could work for us, mo to us for us to move around in the elite district. If that is 
maid outfits, oh, buster yeah, yes, outfits, yes, anything. Yes, yes, anything you want. Quite. Yes, excellent. I'm. I'm going to leave this with you, and I'm going to bed. And in the morning, I will. I. I will be gone. I'm going out to the the front. Write the document before you leave. Righto. Uh, and he nods to Harry, and Harry's like, uh, "Yes, yes, sir. I will, I'll remind you in the morning." Lovely. And with that, he fucks off. Well, would you look at that? Do we know what time of day it is? It's like there, there's no day and night because it's no, yeah, eternally but we nighttime. We know time, but. It's it's evening time. Like the moon okay. is going down. It will be dark, dark very soon. Okay. Harrison. Uh yes. There's a risk we might need to crash at this place for the night since I'm going to assume most people here are tired to the bone. I had two beds prepared, wasn't expecting a third, but it will be ready in around 5 minutes. Otherwise the couch will work for me. I've been sleeping on worse. I w- wouldn't hear of it. All right, then. That sounds like a plan. Excellent. Um, yes, five minutes. I'll, I'll show you to your rooms. Right. Thank and you. Also, tomorrow when we wake up... Yes. Make sure there is an outfit that works for an older lady to have around these districts. Uh, closest thing I have to an eloquent lady of your age would be a... Head maid, maybe? Yes, yeah, oh, quite. I've, I've got the armbands and everything. It's fine. Um, Lovely. Yep, sorted. Perfect. Okay, if that'll be all. That would be it. Quinn just looks at him a little intrigued. Does he do that often? Like, wander off without you like that? What? Who? Wonder? Penville. Well, he owns the house if he didn't. What? Do, ah, do, never mind. Do you mean leaving for the front? Leaving without you. And he, he, he we've chartered him a, a a boat. He's he'll be quite safe. He's got people over there. Black coats can't really reach the front. It's still conflict territory. But there are settlements. All right. And I just shrug. Still confused but satisfied with the answer. Okay, that'll be all. And he like clips his heels together and kind of leaves. Do you do anything that night? Drink some water, check the perimeter, well, the house just to know where the exits are yeah. and with possible entrances and then go to sleep. Excellent. Take a shower and die. In Take bed. a shower and die. There's, there's <laughs> like, there is bathing facilities. It's not exactly like, ooh, hot running water kind yeah, of a thing. But, it's, but it's, I, I'm guessing Jamie isn't even used to getting warm water. I mean, yeah, like... Harry would bring you warm water for the whole washing process. Yeah, and she's just very confused, like, why is it warm? <laughs> We've got a fire. Ah, yes. Yes. I, I just wanted to try and I heal myself. <laughs> you want to heal yourself? Yeah, I took uh, damage while falling off a building. Yep. How many, Weird, how many are you trying to heal? How many points? Two. Two, right. 2d6. Do a heal. Do 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 that. Do that. Your threshold seven. That is an eight, and that is an eight. Oh, critical success. You heal yourself the whole two, and Ooh. you feel fresh as fuck. You probably don't need to go to sleep because you're that fucking fresh right now. But you can choose to if you want. You critically succeeded, and I can't think of anything to give you. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm full health, that's okay. I'm just gonna sit in the library of this dude if he has one and see if I can find anything interesting. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that next episode. Yeah. Oh. So, you have a task and you have a, a conspiracy. Any closing thoughts? No. This is gonna be fun. Are you sure? Yes. No. I'm going to make it miserable <laughs> for you. That's this murder the mystery is, is taking uh, some kind of proportions that I don't know when we exactly know what those are at the moment. I mean, the the effects of, of like this humanitarian Brian Penville's death have already started like echoing across the city. Look. There's yeah, a reason I, I, why I, the nurse at the hospital had to bunk up with her friends instead like money ain't going around anymore yeah. look jane has been living on the edge for so long at this point this is just another part of it every day it's weird but she's having fun at this point this is interesting cool yeah so that's about it i that, guess that's that's it for now so until next time it's a goodbye from them bye, bye, bye. and a goodbye from me until next week when we return to play moon's edge You've been listening to Dicey Performance, part of Umeå Theatre Company and Folk Universitetet. Edited by Lynn Olson, produced by Joanna Velosa, art by Sarah Gustafsson, PR by Alex Rade, and project managed by Jakob Safsten. Oh no, you recorded that. Oh no.